I'm coming in hot. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just like the fajita. Like the fajita. I write what I live. Write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Nice with the Just like the demeanor. I'm feeding my fam. I'm feeding the meter. All right, welcome back. Welcome in. LOTL episode 46. Thanks for uh, tuning in with us again. SoundCloud, iTunes. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, here today with, uh, as always, co-host Jordan. And filling in for Jimmy this week is our good buddy Taylor. What's up, Taylor? Hey, what's good? Jordan, what's up? How's it going? Uh, it's going. It's going. Yeah. Another day. Week. <laughs> That's an inside joke. I it said is. that one time and it was just really awkward. Everyone just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, like I said, thanks for listening. Check us out. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, check us out on our website, lotlpodcast.com, uh, where Steve's going to be getting to us with his latest blog entry uh, this week. And uh, look forward to that. We're going to be talking about the Kareem Hunt signing with the Browns, which we kind of already talked about, but Steve's uh, going in-depth on the signing, what it could mean, uh, what the pros, the cons, all that good stuff are of Kareem Hunt on the Cleveland Browns. So, uh, Jordan, what what, would you you bring – for us this week, what are we drinking? Well, we have a Cleveland classic this week. Um, it's Fatheads, which we've done so much on Fatheads. One of it's pretty much one of my favorite breweries in the city. Um, and we have their famous Hop Juju. It's their Imperial IPA. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I know Taylor's a big fan here. He Absolutely. he likes it a lot. And Top five. What, so, is, what is Supernatural Imperial IPA? <laughs> I assume that that's just a joke. <laughs> just marketing? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's anything to my knowledge. Yeah. Um, it's very much, it's it's an award-winning beer, though, like across the nation. And yeah. it's w- pretty much regarded as one of the best, if not the best IPAs in Cleveland. Um, at least I feel like that's the vibe I get yeah, from I mean, a lot of people. You know that I don't like IPAs, and I actually right. really like this. It's literally the type of, it's very smooth, it's very drinkable. Yeah. But it's also pretty pretty alcoholic, so uh, it's got some weight to it. Yeah. Gotta gotta watch out. I mean, on usually it. to me, IPA tastes like pine saw. <laughs> I mean, exactly. that's 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 funny, but that's really kind of what they taste yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not I that mean, I've if ever you drank if you don't, pine yeah, saw. Yeah, if you don't like like the intricacies of uh, the like the taste and everything that goes into it, it just tastes really like yeah, like really bitter, really very very, tiny, very yeah, citrusy. Yeah. I'm huge fan of IPAs, but yeah, some of them are, are a little tough to tough to drink but this double one's smooth IPAs. yeah double yeah especially double IPAs yeah make you sit down yeah <laughs> this one's this one's a good one though and their other ipa headhunter is very good too in my opinion it's definitely more of a traditional ipa though. Yep. so uh but yeah that's the uh, beer of the week they just debuted the latest batch of it so taylor's into it taylor's yep. cracking open a cold one got a growler in the fridge too oh nice here at home. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, man. What are you hiding that for? Bring that out. Yeah, man, I just slipped in. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, let's just, uh, let me run down real quick. Uh, 
what we're going to talk about in the episode today. Uh, first, just uh, once again, thank Taylor for joining us today. Absolutely. Uh, Taylor's got an interesting tie to Cleveland sports. You want to mm-hmm. you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So um, it's funny because uh, I'm just a kid from Connecticut. <laughs> Sure, you all know. You sound like LeBron. I'm just a kid from Akron. Just a kid, just a kid from Connecticut. You know, I'm sure y'all have uncles or aunties out there. Yep, they're probably my neighbor. I don't know. Yeah, but um. So Taylor, yeah. did, Taylor did not grow up in Cleveland. I right. did not. I did not. But I've been coming here since I was very little. Since I was five years old, my mom is actually from Cleveland. She's from the East Side. It's literally just like Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. true. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. My mom's from the east side too. Willoughby, side. Well, Willoughby. Yeah. Yep. And uh, she grew up on in on Parmalee, over by that school over there. And uh, her father happened to be Dave Pope. And if you know Dave Pope, he was a former Cleveland Indian. And uh, yeah, he played yeah. in the played in the fifty four World Series, right? Fifty four World Series against yep. uh, Willie Mays and the and yep. the uh, was it uh, it was the Giants, but they were. They were still in New York. Were they the Brooklyn? Yes. I probably should know this. They weren't in San Francisco at that point. No. I'm pretty sure they were like the New York Giants. That's why they. That's why when you hear people talk about the football team now, they say the New York Football Giants. Mm -hmm. It's because they used to have to make that distinction. I see. Because there was two giant Giants franchises in New York. Exactly. So it used to be baseball and football. Um. So yeah, that's that's awesome. So look that up, Dave Pope. Uh, what what position did he play? He's an outfielder. Outfielder. Yep. Isn't so this yeah, is interesting. He's, yeah, he's he a made famous the cat. Yeah. He, he, well the famous attempt. Yeah. <laughs> climbing the wall like yeah, Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah. Which was fascinating. I only learned this recently. Taylor told me this. Uh how he's the guy, if you've seen that picture, yeah, that's it, that's him. Yeah, so, so there's really in cool. that in the fifty four World Series, there's you know, the the catch that, that everybody talks about, which is the Willie Mays basket catch, but right. almost just as impressive was your grandfather's yeah. catch, just like climbing the, literally climbing the wall. Well, it was an almost catch. Almost it? catch. Yeah, yeah but but, right, 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 right. but like yeah. if you if you look at like the pictures of it, just how it, high so he got high. on the yeah, wall. Vertical yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Like just that, just that attempt was insane. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, and that that was a famous World Series too because that was until what ninety five. That was the last World Series the Indians had yep. been in ninety five. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, and unfortunately the last Indians, pennant they won. Didn't win that one though, because no. um, nope. Yeah, the Indians haven't know. won a World Series since '48. '48, that's right. Yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get, soon though. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get into uh, what we think of the Indians' chances of winning a World Series this year later so, in the episode. Spoiler I'm curi- alert! I'm curious too. I want to throw this out there since we're on this topic. Now you do seem to follow Cleveland sports. So how did that work out? You know, growing up in New England area, Connecticut. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, you, did you just always follow what your mom followed, or? Well, we were tribe through and through when it okay, came to okay. baseball. Yeah, all the other sports, it was kind of you know a mix of all the New York right. junk. You know, you got your Giants, you got <laughs> yeah. your yeah. Patriots, you got your Jets. Boo! Exactly. So, especially <laughs> the Patriots, they could you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you they never were a Patriots fan? No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, and no, I was a. Well, when we were all, I mean, when we were all young, the Patriots sucked. Right. They were the choke team. Yeah. Yep. They were always the choke team. I mean, yep. but, uh, before Brady and Belichick, they went to the they went to the Super Bowl with Parcells and lost to the Packers. It was, it was like ninety. 
96, right? Somewhere yeah, there. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the 80s, they went to one, didn't they? They lost to the Bears? Yeah, I don't remember that far back. They lost one in the 80s, too. Sure. No, I know that for I know for for a fact it was in the eighties when they lost one. But. All right. no, there's nothing to like them for then yeah. and definitely yeah. not now. Well, <laughs> this a, yeah, this is a Cleveland podcast. We're yeah. gonna talk yeah. about uh, oh, yeah. the Patriots. Yeah, no, but um, my family definitely through and through wherever we resided, had yeah. family in Texas, family all over the states. Yeah. Um, family, <coughs> family back here in in Cleveland, always tribe fans, always. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of have to. You got that that special bond, like with your grandfather, like being a, being an actual player for the Indians. So, yeah. uh, that's that's kind of ingrained in you for sure. Absolutely. Um, but so you you went to college in Cleveland. You grew up yep. in Connecticut, up high school in Connecticut. High school Connecticut. How'd you end up in Cleveland? So for uh, college. My mom actually, she. Your mom's from here. I, I yeah. already forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> she, well, she. I didn't really know much about Cleveland schools. She recommended I take a look at uh, Case Western. Yep. I was looking to study business, and you know, I never even heard of Case Western Reserve University, which. The first time I heard that name, I thought it was military school. I was like, Mom, what'd I do? <laughs> and she was like, Oh, that's so great. No, no, it's not like that, son. Just check it out. It's a good school. Your auntie went here for a little bit before she went to go do her PhD and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah. All right, well, I'll check it out. Turned out, you know, it was this nerdy school in the middle of Cleveland. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and, uh, but I found out it's a really good school. I mean, yeah, it's. And you know, it was between, you know, Case, Penn State, and Indiana Bloomington, who all had, like, pretty good business yeah. schools, and it just made the most sense to come here yeah. to Case. They gave me a really good scholarship, and I saw all the opportunities, and I was just like, well, listen, like, can I do anything I set out to do if I come here? Yeah. And the people at the school were like, you know, you make this journey whatatever you want to make it, so... You know, your 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 own sky is your own limit, which doesn't really make sense now that I just said that. But basically, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have no, I get, you have yeah. control over your own destiny here. So yeah. if you put in the work, you'll get it back. So. No, I mean, yeah, Case is one of the best schools in the country. I mean, let alone Ohio. Right, yeah. Um, so, but uh, academically, one of the best schools in the country, for sure. Shout out, Case. Yeah, shout out, crew. What's C- up? C-W-R-U. What's up? What is y'all's mascot? The Spartans. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, I that's... remember you were wearing a Spartan shirt, and I was like, what? Right. And then you explained. Jordan yeah, okay. got all mad. Well, on the Hush Hush, we definitely lifted that that logo straight from Michigan. <laughs> Michigan State, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they sorted that beef out, though. Our legal team yeah. had to do yeah. a little. You know, well, it's they, like how they changed a couple feathers yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. The Browns took uh, Bowling Green's colors, so I know it. Wait, did they? Or you oh, yeah. Funny? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. The Browns used to uh, practice at BG. No way. Like, an out, like. Almost two hours west. Interesting. Yeah. And the athletic know. creativity in Cleveland. <laughs> right? Crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's it's crazy. non it's non uh, non existent. <laughs> yeah, we just steal from everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh we'll be getting into our top five. Uh Taylor went to school on the east side, so we're getting into our top five uh east side hangouts. Yep, yep. Uh poll of the week. We'll talk about uh, who we think is closest, the next next Cleveland sports team to win uh, Cleveland's next championship. We'll get into some sports topics. 
Uh, we got stuff to talk about in all three teams this week, so we'll touch on all that. Jordan's got our What's Happening segment uh, for this week, so we'll get into that. And uh, we'll review Cornerstone Brewing Company as uh, Jordan was able to – was that the first time you were there, Yep, Taylor? So Jordan and Taylor were there yeah, for the first, first time, time this weekend. I've been there a bunch of times, but uh, we'll all review that. Uh, that's in Berea. And then uh, we'll just mention again uh, the big event coming up Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, Bright Winter, and uh, that will close us out. So uh, want to go through the top five uh, real quick? Let's do it. Uh, I can start. So I said hangouts, so it's pretty much anything. doesn't yeah. have to be like a bar, a restaurant, whatever. Um, top five things about the east side. Uh, so I'll start. Number one for me, just because it's like the most famous uh, thing on the east side, is Severance Hall. It's mm-hmm. the home of the world famous Cleveland Orchestra. If you ever been, have you guys been to a show at Yo. Severance Hall? Beautiful. I've been in a long time, but uh, yeah, that's. I mean, there's not much like not much else like that in Cleveland. It's true, especially Cleveland. Well, and yeah, I think it's really interesting too how famous that orchestra is. Yeah, right. like when I say world yeah. famous, I'm yeah, just, they're like, literally I'm, world famous. Yeah. And it's, like, so impressive, too, because, like, even if you don't have a taste for that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, you grow right. appreciation. Even if you still, even after the fact, even if you don't, if that's not your yeah. your cup of tea, like, you walk out saying, wow, that was impressive. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, like, like okay, well, I'm probably not going to do that again, but it's not because, like, I wasn't, like, in awe of what was going on. Right. right. But Correct. I want to go to another show at Severance Hall soon. Do it. Uh, number two for me is my... Favorite restaurant on the east side. It's a restaurant I grew up going to every time we were on the east side. It's in Little Italy. It's uh, Angelo Nito Italia. It's uh, it's actually a Sicilian joint. Uh, mm. So uh, my family kind of knows the people that run run it there, so we've always gone there growing up. Uh, it's right at, right at the bottom of uh, the hill there mm-hmm. in Little Italy. So uh, that's my number two. Number three, Corbo's. Uh, I was going to say the best bakery in Cleveland, but it's kind of up there with, it's like Corbo's on the east side, Gentilly's on the west side, kind of like, you know, neck Gentilly's neck. is really good. Yeah. Rito's too. Rito's is on the uh, yeah. south side of Cleveland in Brunswick. Uh, used to be in Parma, but, uh, Corbo's, uh, has like the best casada cake I've ever had in my life. Uh, Casada cakes oh. like that, strawberry. Yeah, I recently oh. had that. I had that for the first time. Well, not yeah. the first time, but I had it it's, recently. It's like white cake, white frosting, but it's got it's like very light. It's got it, like yeah. the strawberries it, and strawberry like filling. The frosting's the like a whipped cream almost. Yeah, like it's, it's not so, like buttercream. It's, it's like a so different, like yeah, a different. It's not. It's not like strawberry yeah. shortcake or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good, so good. Um, so yeah, that that's always a must stop, uh, during the feast. Uh, in the summertime that that's probably one of my favorite aspects of the feast i'm not gonna lie yeah. just waiting just in line to oh get, yeah i always get i get an espresso shot yep. or a double espresso shot and then well they always are and then i get uh like a donut or something yeah you know? yeah for yeah. sure for sure uh cleveland museum of art i mean heck yeah yeah i mean if, if it's either just whether it's just going there or you know been a part of several weddings i've done their pictures there the mix yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. i've been to, i've been to that once but i want to go again yeah um, those are usually on Friday nights, right? Yeah, it's like, like the like, first Friday of every month. Yeah, I think. they do yeah. it once a month. So, uh, next one should be coming up, like two weeks or something like that. Yep. 
Uh, and then number five, Grog Shop, which is over in Coventry area. Heck yeah. Been to a bunch of concerts over there. Small place, dingy place, but <laughs> it's just fun. They bring the talent. They yeah, really man. Do. Like, like who did you say you saw there? Shaggy. Shaggy. <laughs> 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 <It> wasn't me. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Yeah, so um, that's my top five. So, Jordan. Yeah. So, you got – or. Taylor, you want to name go off next? a couple? You don't have to name uh, off. It doesn't, sure. it, we kind of threw this on honestly, you, so you don't no. kind of. It can be more than five or less than five with you because you actually know more than yeah. we would. Yeah, well, Dan, so. Dan called out a few of them. I definitely rep the, the Cleveland Art Museum. It's And the nat, and the, his, the Natural History Museum is also pretty awesome. Yeah, I forgot awesome. about that one. Um, and then, obviously, like the Cleveland Art Museum is one of the top art museums in the country. Like, Yeah, it really just, is. You don't realize, but it there's like really so is. many. There's like an appreciation for art in Cleveland like none other. I mean, we got a lot of top art institutes. Right right in the city and people don't really know that which is kind of crazy well, it's shocking um, yeah it's crazy because i i googled just randomly one day because i was looking at art museums in a city i was visiting uh, i'm hoping to visit denver this summer and uh it was like top i did like top 10 art museums and cleveland in most lists would be yeah. like anywhere from three to like five yeah which is impressive because we're so talking impressive. over cities twice three times as big as it yeah so it's yeah it's yeah super impressive so he you know that one on the head severin saw again that's a very impressive place but i'm gonna bring it back to case <laughs> just because uh <laughs> if you go spot. to case this is a place you definitely hang out a lot uh the jolly scholar um if you don't or if you aren't familiar you probably Bar? might have oh. seen their beer hanging around in certain uh jolly local, scholar local breweries yeah they have Good stuff. Oh, so it's a, a brewery. Time. Yeah, now it is. Like a microbrewery? Yeah, it used to be kind oh, of nice. just a, you know, bar and food type type deal. You know, you come in after class. It was right in our, our original student center. Yeah. And you just hop in, Whoa. grab a seat, get some some bomb-ass chicken tenders. So, so this, is, <laughs> this is interesting. Not to interrupt, but I just yeah. want to say this real quick. Me and my cousin uh, went on this weird kick one summer where we were trying – every brisket option in cleveland <laughs> and they actually smoke their own brisket like they yeah. make their own brisket i don't know if they still do but there was a time where they did and that was like really impressive to me um and it was pretty good like yeah. it wasn't bad like you know for what it was it was good and i just yeah i found it, it really cool no it's a it's a very sturdy place <coughs> you know you can definitely count on going there having a good time having a good meal having a good drink that's right and um, the people there the staff is really awesome a lot of my friends worked there at some point in time and uh yeah it was just a great place to be and like <laughs> uh a pretty well understood common hangout for all the kids kids was thursday night they have this whole karaoke, karaoke okay. that was the big thing. night oh yeah that's when everyone uh you know came with their personalities uh their um, socially thirsty thursdays <laughs> personalities <laughs> and had a good time you know I never got up on stage to sing, but I was a backup dancer once, so I'm not going to lie. I did that. But, um, no, hey, good place. There you go. Good place. Where at? Where's this? This is at the Jollies. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, another place, and I might get some stuff for this. This is funny. Uh, I, I think it's a fun place. So, City of Nice, actually, it makes my list for one reason and one reason only. Wait, what's it called? City of Nice. Okay. So, it's, uh, it's all the way in Coventry, um, you know really interesting crowd like you know you got people from all the local areas people from the Coventry area people from the like 
the um, Mayfield Heights area, all that stuff, everyone mm-hmm. coming in there. And um, I will give them credit for this. It'll be a random weekday, and, like, the place is, like, the definition of lit. Like, it's really? loud music, lots of people having a great time. Wow. Where dancing. is this located? Coming Coming tree. It's like really Coming right tree. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. It's like this, like, club, kind of hookah bar slash, like, bar. Like, you just... Interesting. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, a really, like, chill vibe for the That's... most part, but it's also, like... A place you can go just with your friends and yeah. just have like a good yeah. time, you know. It's like that's so cool. What was it called again? The city, city in East. Okay, yeah. city in East. So if you if you're from around that area, you probably know about it. You probably been there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I just had fun there. Me and my friends would go there a lot, you know, just to hang out mm-hmm. and do whatever. Yeah, for so, sure. So um, that that made it. Uh, Grab shop is also really good down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned some food. I gotta call out Mama Santa's. That pizza oh, was yes. fuego. Um, yes, that that pizza was dope. That's when we were real fancy, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. When we weren't trying to order Rascal House, you know. What I mean? oh, <laughs> but, uh, Rascal House is so bad. Pizza. Yeah. When you're at three in the morning, oh, you know, man. getting some Rascal House. It was that amazing, is such but, bad you know, pizza. <laughs> But, you know, when it was noon on, like, a, you know, a What are you day. talking about? You eat Little Caesars. <laughs> uh, Rascal House is way worse than Little okay, Caesars. Okay, whatever. No, it's really you know, bad. Well, that coupon book made it taste a yeah, lot. I've had, I've had, I've had <laughs> both. <and laughs> little Caesars. <sighs> Boy. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good, but it's better than Rascal yeah. House. Well, we're going to have oh. to agree to disagree on that one. I can't comment because I can't, I can't bite the, the hand that fed me at <laughs> 3 in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Literally the oh, only place yeah. open. Uh, a lot of Oh, I get times. that. I get that. <laughs> but yeah, Anything um, tastes good at 3 in the morning. Yeah. Dude, you tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I might have ate some chalk one time. I'm just like, man, I'm crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> I just need the crunch. <laughs> it's crunchy. You know what I mean? Oh, oh man, but so great. Yeah, that's another East Side spot. Um, man, the Blue Fig used to be a spot. That was also another like random hookah bar. It was like on the campus. Blue Fig. Not there anymore. Yeah, no, not there no. anymore. It got shut down for probably a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Mi Pueblo, which turned into something else. Mi Pueblo is like a little like cantina, whatever theme like bar on campus that yeah. all the underage people. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. One of those, but... those types. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But it was a good time when it was there. I guess I didn't really go that much. Yeah. Um, man, there's gotta be like one place. University Hospital was sick because you could cut through there to go to class. Wait, really? Warm. Dude, oh, like, I didn't know that. If it was like freezing cold, man, you could just it. walk through the entire he's thing. Naming everything. Yeah, <laughs> that was the spot, man. You just could stay warm the whole time. <laughs> That's so great. And, uh, I didn't know that. Man, yeah, those are like the. Those are the big ones. Those are the, those are the case bubble ones. Yeah. Jordan, what do you got? Shout out the case. We probably run through like every single. Yeah, I'm just gonna go through it real fast. <laughs> um, I'll go five. Taylor left no stone, no stone uh, unturned. <laughs> I'll go five to one. Uh, I really like Bottle House Brewery and Mead Hall. Um, nice. I mainly go to the Lakeside, Lakeside, the Lakewood one, but I've been to the East Side one a couple times. We actually, fun, fun fact, me, Teresa, and her brother and his wife actually won trivia there once. What? Office trivia. What? So uh, that was fun. Uh, I like Mama Santa's. Uh, it's one of the f- first places Teresa took me. Uh, her family really likes it. They're a big fan of that place. Um, so it's just more of a place that we like to go to kind of a thing. Corbo's is probably my favorite place in Little Italy. Um, 
whether it's the feast or not, I always like going there. There's just something cozy and Captain uh, Sweet Tooth. I actually <laughs> don't like sweets, but I, I don't mind some of their stuff. Um, Grog Shop. I just want to shout out there because they do a lot of smaller alternative acts, and I've seen some cool shows there. I've, I've uh, back when I was a reporter and whatever, I used to review shows there as well. So that was cool. I got to meet some people that were pretty pretty cool. And um, Cleveland Art Museum is my favorite, though. Uh, yes. Always always enjoy the time when I go there. It is something else. It it's really super is. unique. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's my top five. That's awesome. Oh, two more real quick because people are going to give me crap if they hear this now. Like, yo, T. <laughs> uh, Happy Dog on the east side. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. I always forget there. I, for, I, I always forget yeah. there's one. It, uh, Euclid, right? Yep, right on Euclid, yeah. <coughs> I always forget um, about that. And then there's another. There's a, an ABC tavern over there, too. In the so, east side? Yeah. I didn't know there was one on the east yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah, those nachos are fuego. Oh, man. I like AB. I like XYZ, too. Oh, in, yeah. Uh, Gordon Square. Oh, dude. This place Not is related. Awesome. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, they, they are related. They are? Yeah. How do you know? Teresa told me. Yeah, well, she also pronounces Mahal's Mahal's. True, so. <laughs> true, <laughs> but she's correct on this one because that's why the names are like that. No, I think right. it's ABC. You, you, live in, you live in Lakewood. Mahal's or oh, Mahal's? Yeah. How do you say it? Mahal's How do you say it? Mahal's or Mahal's? I don't want to get in the middle of this. <laughs> no, you do, you do. No, we we have to well, hear. Well, because it. I never, no one ever told me like none of the Lakewoodites were like. So you said this is like you said Mayhalls. So yeah. I was like, no, I said Mahals initially, right. and that's then someone the said Mayhalls, and then I was like, no, you, you it's, it's definitely Mahals. Right. You'll you'll hear some some weirdo Lakewoodites <laughs> that are going to be like, it's definitely Mayhalls. So yeah, like, okay. Ma- people people who say Mayhalls are people that say uh, pound sign instead of hashtag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or milk. Uh, yeah. yeah, or yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take their word too seriously. Uh, anyway, though, uh, let's uh, let's see what Jordan's got. What's happening, Jordan? <sighs> Not much. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so for what's happening this week, I found last night's Duke UNC game to be interesting, and it kind of sparked in my head a debate idea. So, as if any, if for for those that don't know, Zion Williamson, who's pretty much going to be the number one pick uh looks like it at least um freak of an athlete like crazy basketball player he his his shoe literally ruptured and he just ripped in half yeah and while while he was (laughs) slipping because of that he like twisted his knee and he was out for the rest of the game now it doesn't look to be very serious Uh, they were saying it's not like a tear It's it's a sprain yeah, it's yeah. just a sprain. So pretty yeah, much looks like he'll be back soon. Yeah. 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 Uh, however, you had all the self-righteous Twitter warriors just going <laughs> to town last night. I mean, I'm not – I want to say this. I'm not going to trash this this argument exactly, but it just kind of annoyed me how over-the-top and exaggerated people were being last night. So you had people like, oh – Look at all this money they're making off these athletes. And, oh, what did Zion get? Nothing. Now he's ruined. I'm like, first of all, he's not. He's fine. Totally fine. He'll be fine. Even if he did have a more serious injury, he's still going to get drafted high because chances are he'll recover and he'll be uh, an all-star in any team he played on. Um, So I wanted to bring up the topic of should college athletes get paid? Um, I'm going to throw out my two cents. I don't think they should be because I don't know where you draw the line for like 
a Zion Williamson and the the number 15 guy on the Duke bench like what does he get paid how much does he get paid does he get paid do you have to earn your pay what about a, a smaller school like Cleveland State does Cleveland State pay their athletes Cleveland State doesn't that the program does nothing for the college like they they just don't they're kind of a lousy program uh, I say that as a graduate of Cleveland State like I'm just just being honest like so I see a couple of things weird here. First of all, any guy like Zion Williamson is not paying a dime to go to that school. He's not paying a dime for his shoes. He's not paying a dime for his workout clothes. He's not paying a dime for any of that stuff. I'm not saying he doesn't have to pay anything, but for the most part, he's going to school not on his paycheck. Uh, anyone who has a scholarship, don't even come at me with that argument, in my opinion, because they, they just had thousands and thousands of dollars of school taken care of. I understand not every college athlete has a free ride i get that but that's their choice if they want to play on that basketball team and and ride the bench or rarely play that's a choice you have to make some people want to work out or whatever i get whatever what i'm saying is this i just don't know where you draw the line there's too many players i don't know how you would have a scale for the stars versus the lower guys and how do smaller schools deal with this right and then to your point, actually, um, where's the money going to come from? That's going to be paying these athletes. I, I mean, I just coming out of like endowments. That's coming out of like the school's budget. That's stuff that can that's be well a good point. allocated to the thing that the institution was created for, which is education. Well, and people whine enough, and I get why they whine about coaches' payrolls, mm-hmm. but they already whine enough about oh, how much we pay a coach. Well, then what? You're going right. to pay college kids too? Like, do you realize how much more money that's going to be going? Right. I think there is enough money in a program like Duke, UNC, or in football like Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, whatever, right? right. That they could pay their team. But again, those are just the top. Like, where do you draw that line? And you don't want to give those guys any ideas either, right? Because, like, you might have people who aren't really shooting for the stars. They're like, listen, I'm just going to make the college get paid and then make my way out. They're not even going to have any dreams for the NBA. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to cash out in college. Right. So, no, I get that too. Or or it could get to their head in the wrong way. I mean, mean, a guy, I just, when I was seeing those tweets and people like, this is an injustice, I'm like, Zion Williamson is probably going to make hundreds of millions of dollars in his in his lifetime. Are you kidding me? This there's no injustice going on here. Like injuries are part of the game. What? I mean, do you want to just go back to high school to pro cuz we saw how that worked out for every, you know, LeBron or Kobe, you had a a, a rando who nobody has heard of and ruined his life because he didn't even get his college degree and didn't make the NBA. I mean, there's a reason why they did this. There's a reason why uh, they, you know, they, they got rid of the high school athletes um, going to pro. But, uh, but anyways, uh, so, huh, sorry, I lost my train of thought right there. But, um, so that, that's my two cents. Uh, Dan, I'm curious what you think too. Uh, so I think for me, more. More so for uh, basketball than football. A lot of these players, it's the one-and-done rule. Mm-hmm. So in basketball, you're allowed to go to school for just one year and then go pro. So right. to me, I kind of look at it as, you know, we all went to college. We all did internships. Did you guys do right. unpaid internships? Yeah, I did. Personally, I did. I didn't, but. <laughs> didn't? Okay. But anyway, so I did. Jordan did. Mm-hmm. I look at it as sort of like an unpaid internship, but right. I do see the argument. I just don't know that there's a way to properly compensate exactly those players. It has nothing to do with like 
the amount of money because the NCAA has the money. Yeah, they're right. they're ma- literally making billions of dollars on these players. Mm-hmm. Um, the way to do it, though, and the other thing is people say the players aren't getting paid. That's BS because players are getting paid. Big-time schools are paying either – it's almost like money laundering. They're, they're paying, like, the dad, the uncle – the family, and it gets right. funneled into the kid or the family that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we just don't hear about it. Right. I mean, you know, there was yeah. people getting like Porsches bought for them. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, come to school. We'll well, like, someone's, I mean, someone's even, getting a Porsche. I mean, it's not it's not college, but you look at LeBron. Like LeBron, mm-hmm. uh, his mom was given a loan for a Hummer for LeBron. Right. That she had no business having the credit to be able to get that loan. But right. because it was LeBron and they knew that he was going to be a superstar. Yeah. And make millions and millions of dollars. Like they wanted well, to get in on his good side. So they gave that to him. I think people forget this too. Like what's the joke of, for college kids, your average college kid. We eat ramen noodles. We eat, we eat rascal house pizza. <laughs> like why do we do that? Or little Caesars. Cause we, or little Caesars. <laughs> why do, why do we go for the two, the $1, $2 beer special instead of going to like a grown up bar? Why do we do? Because we don't have money. Right. right. These guys, I'm not saying again, I'm not saying they just have, they're just loaded, but they get all their gear paid for. They get their meals a lot of times paid for when they're on the road and I mean, they get travel, all that stuff. I mean, it's not like they're not given anything. Like they get a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like they get trainers, they get the weight equipment. You know, it's, it's again. I want to. I don't want to overdo it and act like they're just dripping in gold. It's not. But they do get a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like half the outfits they wear around campus are given to them by Nike or whoever the endorser, the, the whoever endorses right. the school. Right. Right. And right. It, I mean, if if you look at like some of the big time schools, like training facilities. They're much nicer than the pros. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the pros are actually getting paid, and they're, you know, actually yeah. making millions and millions right. of dollars. Like, right, like the Cavs have the Cavs have one of the nicer practice facilities in the NBA, and if you go down to uh, Duke's mm-hmm. practice facility, it's like not it's. I mean, it's like it's like Duke's in the NBA, and the Cavs right. are in the G League. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like like a, a better example of that's football. Mm-hmm. Like you look at some of these training facilities, like in it, high it, schools. Yes, right yeah. in Texas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pimped out. Like, there, I mean, there's Texas football stadiums that are forty thousand seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the lockers, like every player's locker, has like yeah. a TV screen. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Like, and it's like yeah, LED, so, and like it, it shows yeah, like yeah. like them on an LED graphic or whatever. Which you know, whatever, take it or leave it. But right. just saying, like, it's not like uh, it's not like they're performing in sweatshops like like people like they're not getting paid like it's like yeah they also don't have to pay for half their meals they're like their clothes they don't pay for their meals right you're right Right. no you're right they don't pay for their meals they don't pay for meal plan they don't they they don't pay for their uh right i forgot about they don't pay for their living situations because because right because they get that covered too their their dorms but even if they move off campus they get a stipend for rent right so they're not even i forgot they're not even paying for their living expenses yeah so like I said, like that's more than we get. That's oh, more than we yeah. get. Right, absolutely, that's but, a lot more. Than but that. I, they, they should get more than we do. Oh, I agree. Like, See, that's the thing. I don't have an. I 100 agree. So I, I yeah. just I, I don't I don't think there's. I, See, the NCAA and people who support the players not getting paid will say, "Oh, there's just no right way to do it." That's that's BS. 
you can figure out a right way. You think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would just, you, I guess my question for you is how would you how do you deal with the mid to small level colleges? Well, I mean, they they can get paid too, but it's so all, I guess I guess you you know going into Cleveland State, it's it's all re- this is what the pays. I mean, it should be all relative to what the what actual sport okay, yeah. generates revenue towards the university. True. Okay. Like I don't think I, that I, makes sense. Yeah. Like I don't think the NCAA should pay the athletes. I think their their individual mm-hmm. uh, universities should be the right. ones paying them. Almost almost as like independent contractors because they're okay. Yeah, they're only there for like a year, a couple years, whatever. Then they're gone. Right. But I I don't because I haven't looked in like I haven't done a case study on this and right you know right. I'm not really qualified right, to figure yeah. out how they should be paid but I'm saying like the the NCAA knows how they could do this mm-hmm. but that means costing them money so they're going to scratch and claw and figure out any way to not do it before they do it. So that's why you you have them coming out and people who support their position that players shouldn't be paid mm-hmm. saying, oh, well, we want to do it. We just don't know how. That's BS. It's it's math. Like, there are people smart enough to figure this out, mm-hmm. how, how people should be paid in a fair way. And I think it's all relative to the school you go to. Like, if you're not good enough to go to a Duke yeah, you're in right. basketball, then, then you, don't deserve you shouldn't that, be yeah. getting paid that. It's, it's just right. like any other job. That's true. That's if you're good, good enough, to, if you're good enough to be at a certain level in your in your job and a really respected company that you make more money, why should somebody that is in your same position at an entry level at a smaller company or whatever makes less money? Right. It's the same right. thing for me. Well, here's my point, my final point, because I just wouldn't want anyone to lose sight of what college is really there for. You're there for an education. Yeah, I get true. it. Right. Yeah. That like your sport, like your future is probably on the fast track to pros or whatever, especially if you go yep. to one of those schools and you're a performer. <coughs> but, you know, regardless of that, I think higher education is something that shouldn't be taken lightly. And right. I think crowding athletes' mind with all this stuff outside of that, that yep. like, you know, it's just like they feel like it's just a job. It's like they well, got promoted to college basketball. Well, well and then it's know. already a joke for guys it, uh, guys for as talented part, yeah. as Barrett and Zion. It's, like, those dudes aren't thinking of school. Exactly. Half which of is those, like anyone who has a chance to make the NBA is not thinking which of is a, Which I think is a problem because, like, I think your mind, your brain, like, let's say you make all this money. Great. Mm. You're, you're set but what are you going to do with all that? What are you going to do with all that mm-hmm. influence? What are you going to do with that? What are your thoughts? Like, what are your mindsets? What are you going to contribute to? Are you really a contributing member to society? Or if you're, or are you just an athlete mm-hmm. racking cash, going back mm-hmm. home, blowing on whatever? Like, yeah. I would rather have uh, someone like a LeBron who clearly has a mindset outside of sports He's very right, and contributes yeah. to things yeah. like education right. or other causes that he actually believes in. I want athletes to have an idea because, like, whether we like it or not, they are one of the bigger role models yeah. to yeah, that's true. a large community. So I'll right. shut up, nerd. Nerd. <laughs> shut up, nerd. <laughs> nerd. Nerd. No, I, but, but I like what you said about um, not losing focus about the real reason why you're in college. Right. I think where the disconnect has grown over the last, like, 15 years is – you know, the NCAA has gotten so good at being able to make money off of these schools, off of these mm-hmm. players, and to the point where if you look at the second most profitable and second most popular sport in the U.S., like the NFL is like in a class of its own. Like mm-hmm. 
probably will never be touched. But what would you guys say the second biggest sport is? NASCAR. Okay, well, actually, though, it's funny. Actually, though, <laughs> I, it's pro- I actually don't know, but I do know for a fact that NASCAR is way bigger than a lot of us think. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's, like, yeah, yeah. huge in America. No, yeah. that's, that's a good point. But like, yeah. what I was saying, like, but so so what do you think is the second, like, in this country, what's the second biggest sport? Other than the NFL? Yeah. It's got to be the NBA, man. I would it's college that. football. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. It's fo- it's literally the feeder system to the NFL. Right. Like NCAA football is a multi-billion dollar industry. Like the NBA has become huge, but football is king in this country and the NCAA, I mean, the amount of money they make off of these teams, these bowl games like yeah. like all of these schools athletic budgets are all funded because of their football programs. Right. Like if you look at Ohio State, they're Athletic budget may be $120 million. $100 million of that comes from football. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like other schools like like Notre Dame, mm-hmm. uh, Alabama, Clemson, like schools tennis. like that. Like, yeah. It's just – it's funded. So – and that's only – that's like – that's only happened monetarily within the last like two decades. So it's a recent uh, – Revelation about how much money that college uh, athletics really pulls in. So I think it's trying to catch up to that as far as uh, how the players should be compensated. And and one of the reasons why this has become such an issue is the NCAA's pettiness on enforcing like really stupid rules (laughs) on these athletes. (laughs) Like like if like if you like if, if an NCAA athlete goes to like Wendy's and orders a meal, and uh, the manager is a real big fan of the team he plays for, like whatever school. Say it's Ohio State for reference. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's on us. And the NCAA finds out about it. They could rule him ineligible for taking improper benefits. Yeah, they're just ridiculous. Because of a freaking hamburger. (laughs) It's just stuff like that. Like, like why do you have to police stuff like that? Yeah. So... I think that's the that's that. There's also a lot of college athletes that get taken advantage of by greedy people who exploit them, and then they get the college kid in trouble. And right. it's like I can't even hardly blame the college right. kid. What are you gonna do when some dude? Hey, do you want a car? Do you want a whatever? Or like whatever, yeah, sure. right? They flat. It's the athletic. <laughs> like, it's the athletic boosters. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, anyways, I thought that would be an interesting topic for us to chit chat yeah, about since sure. it's kind of. In but the ultimately, uh, for. A a big time athlete like like a Zion or something, you go into it full well knowing that, uh, like that's it's not it's not a uh, surprise that you're not getting paid, right? Like right. you like you know going in like okay I'm getting a scholarship I'm gonna be here for one year and I'm going to the NBA, right. and as far as like the injury goes he has an eight million dollar insurance policy for injury. So Wait, he does. I had no idea. So Duke, wow. it, like, and Duke took this out. Oh, so in in a way, Duke is paying paying him. Yeah, right. right. So if Zion gets hurt and ends up getting drafted out of the top out of the lottery, 
he gets that $8 million. Oh, That's my goodness. Crazy. They that can cut his insane. leg off. They'll give him a cyborg leg, and he'll be just straight. Right. He'll be fine. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's never I mean, going to happen. He right, could have torn right. his ACL last night, and right. if I'm the Cavs and I get the number one pick, I'm still taking Zion. Right, yeah, right, exactly. exactly. I'll let him sit out for a year just because yeah. of the potential oh, yeah. for the next 15. Yep, right. you just invest in him. And right. Pay him less at first, and then he, <laughs> right. and then he earns So it's his, an insurance you know. policy that's, you know, it's whatever. But it's just if something like, you know, if he – Broke his foot off and couldn't ever play again. He'd get, he'd get eight million dollars. Jeez, that's crazy. That is crazy. So, uh, yeah. So that was good. Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate that. Mm, yeah, for that's sure. Good topic. Uh, let's uh, let's get into another topic where we can kind of debate uh, our poll of the week. Kind of something I just threw together this morning uh, as I was thinking over stuff. But it's interesting because of the ascension and descension of two of our franchises. So for this poll. We're going to take the Cavs out of it because, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, we love the Cavs. They won us our championship, but LeBron left, and they're in a (laughs) enormous rebuilding project right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're just like the stadium. (laughs) Yeah, right? Uh, By the way, the stadium actually looks really nice. It is starting to look really sharp. I I saw a picture of it (laughs) and the reflection of the skyline. Off of the glass, um, oh, it's pretty dope. Looks really cool. It's pretty dope. Really yeah. cool. I didn't. I didn't. When you see the pictures mm-hmm. and how it's like lit up and stuff at night, like you don't like think you of that stuff. That, but yeah. it looks really cool how it reflects the city. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's true. But anyway, uh, we wanted to know who is closer to winning the next Cleveland championship between the Indians and the Browns. Like we said, the Cavs are. We'll kind of exclude them from this. <laughs> you don't want to exclude the Cavs, champ. Yeah, uh, well, we're gonna exclude the Cavs. So between the Browns and the Indians, uh, who who do you guys think is closer to winning the next Cleveland championship? The Browns. I'm hoping I can say that, and like by me saying that, like some somehow speak it happens. into speak it into existence, like Levar Ball. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just gonna say it enough. So why shit. why do you think the Browns? No, I actually don't think the Browns. I oh, think okay. the Cleveland Indians, but you know, I'm just giving a little like good luck. Hope I can jinx it into happening. I don't know if that works like that. But. <laughs> well, not anymore. That you just <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Jinx. Yeah. yeah. I've been waiting on a. I've been waiting on waiting on an Indians championship for a minute. So yeah, yeah. We were so oh, yeah, close. You got, you got special. Yeah, you yeah, got like. I'm a little biased, but we were so close that one time. You know, oh, my and goodness, I was just were like they ever close to. Oh wow. my gosh! You know where I was when I saw that Jolly Scholar. So check that out. No yeah, way. No <laughs> but there uh, you go. Yeah, no, that's where I was, and I was just so Oh, for Game 7? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I talked so much trash, man. That was so a brutal. That was probably one of the worst heartbreaker losses. Yeah, the highs and lows of that year, man. The Cavs so coming back from 3-1, and then the Indians blowing yeah, 3-1. It, you couldn't even, like, With two at home. home. With two at home. Yeah. I personally think, whew, this is tough, because <laughs> until the – Whatever the Indians did in this offseason, I would have said Indians. I just, I, if they would have kept that team, maybe, you know, moved a few pieces around, I would have said that's, that team's still very good. They right. played uncharacteristically poor against the Astros. Yeah. Um, they also played uncharacteristically unchar- poor against the Yankees the year before. And I hate to rub this in again, but that was one of the worst meltdowns in 2016. So, this should that's a team that should have a ring or yes. a, what do they call it a tro a, a, tie, a world a rings yeah, they get ring. rings yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they should they should have so i if you would have asked me before this the past few months i would have said indians no doubt 
I, I'm sorry. I just I don't think that I think it's pretty obvious that the Indians are not gonna do it. Um, not this round. Yeah. You can lock in Frankie or whoever, whatever they need to. You can do stuff like that. Maybe five. Yeah, years we'll talk from about now. that. Yeah, maybe later. five years from now. Yeah, they mm-hmm. could rebuild that team. Absolutely. So you're feeling um, dangerous. Is I'm what you're feeling saying. dangerous, and I think that <laughs> I think realistically the uh, the Browns division is up for grabs, and Baker's clearly the best quarterback in that division, and the Browns team in general is looking pretty good. If you look at the second half of last year compared to the first half when they were run by a mm-hmm. moron, that was that was an impressive football team. Yeah. Um we actually wanted to watch the games. So yep. I I'm going to say I don't know when it's going to happen. I I don't but I, but I think that if the Browns play their cards right, they could definitely be a, at least a playoff worthy team Contender, very yeah. soon. I think so. I would anyone here be shocked if they made the playoffs next year? Not really. No, I'd be disappointed no. if they didn't make the playoffs. Exactly. So that's where we are. And then it's not just because, oh, you guys are super fans. It's because they're legitimately a good football team. And you guys have a franchise quarterback. Yeah. So um, that's why I'm going with the Browns. Yeah. I just don't see this batch of Indians players as doing it right now, I'll be honest. Yeah, so uh, I, I kind of knew the, the way the vote was going to go, I think. Well... Because of the way it went, I'm an, I'll say I knew yeah, the way it goes. True. Sometimes <laughs> when we have our, our polls, I, I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this is me looking forward and not looking back. So, if, if you're just looking at what the team's done over the last five years, it's no-brainer. It's the Indians. Right, right. The Indians have been to a World Series. Right. They've, they've won their division the last three years. They've been to the playoffs the last three years. Mm-hmm. My point in that is you have to go a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and unpack that. So 2016, like you said, they went to the World Series. Went to Game 7. Heartbreaking loss. Mm-hmm. Arguably, they were better in 2017. Mm-hmm. As far as a the team, they had a better True. record. True. More momentum going into the playoffs. But mm-hmm. you could say they... they <laughs> You didn't have that gaping hole in um, uh, Napoli. <laughs> yeah. You replaced that with Bruce, which was awesome. Bruce and Encarnacion. Oh, I forgot about Encarnacion. Um, no. <laughs> but that team peaked too early mm-hmm. and uh, ended up choking against the Yankees. So the Yankees went from 16, the World Series, to 17, blowing a 2-0 lead in the Division Series, to this past year uh, – getting swept away in, in the division series. So while they've made the playoffs the last, last three years, they progressively have gotten worse the last three years mm-hmm. as far as performance in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then this offseason happened, to which I, I would say I'm shocked, but we know who owns the Indians. Yeah. We know yeah. what they've done in the past. Yeah. Um, and it shouldn't be a shock as to what they – see. My shock is, I knew they weren't going to add salary this offseason, but I thought that they would kind of restructure. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, we're going to trade away Encarnacion, trade away Gomes, trade away Alonzo, but then we're going to trade for some guys. We're going right. to replace okay. them at least. So, so my thing was, is you had you had a really you had a decent like for the Indians, the highest payroll they've ever had last year. Mm-hmm. But you had a bunch of guys who just didn't perform in the playoffs. And Carnacion did nothing. Right. Uh, 
you know, Lindor, Lindor and Ramirez weren't great in the playoffs, but they're they're under contract and you know, yeah, they're young enough to where they can bounce back. The pitching was odd too in the playoffs. Yeah, but but like as far as hitting goes, like Alonso, I don't even think made contact with the ball, like even fouled off a pitch. And true, uh, and he was hot most of the season. Right. So my thing is, is you get rid of those guys and maybe you trade and replace them with guys who you think could fit better with the team and could perform better when you needed them. So that's my thing. You know, they at the beginning of the offseason, they traded all these guys away. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, you know, we're going to sign a couple guys, bring some more guys in, trade trade for some bats, but they haven't done anything. Yeah. Uh they have a huge they have a huge question mark in the bullpen. They have a really big question mark in the outfield. I don't even know who the heck their outfielders are going to be. Yeah, day. is Zimmer back yet or no? We don't know. He's in training camp, but or mm-hmm. spring training, but I don't I know if he's been about clear. Brantley. I'm not trying to be funny because I know he's on the Astros, but I honestly, oh. for, I honestly <laughs> forgot they got rid of him. Right. So, yeah, he's another one. But, yeah, I just, you know, you look at the Indians lineup, it's like, where are they going to score runs? Like, there was a uh, Fox Sports Ohio had a tweet today saying, uh, like, the Indians starting starting rotation isn't the best in baseball. And I like it. It came off as snarky, but I retweeted it with a comment saying, yeah. "Are are they going to score runs too? Like, cause like who's gonna like who? Yeah, you have Lindor Ramirez, but pitchers aren't going to pitch to them. Yeah, because there's nobody else in the lineup, especially with the intentional walk rule, the, right? The forced intentional yeah. walk rule you have now. So it's just like where, where the where the Indians going to score runs? So you know if they get off to a hot start, you could see them maybe add pieces mm-hmm. at the trade deadline to kind of make a run into the playoffs, fine. But there's no guarantee of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Chris Antonetti said if they kept the team together as is and just brought back mm-hmm. the same team, that their payroll would have been over $200 million. Their payroll as it stands today is $110 million. So wow. they slashed almost half their payroll. Wow. But like you said, they didn't really fill it in right. after that. Right. It's just a bunch of unproven guys. Yeah. So getting back to what I was saying, like the Indians, while they've made the playoffs the last three years, they've descended each year. They're descending. Yeah. Like my Mike <laughs> Yeah. Like... It's, it's descending. Well, on the other hand, the Browns, yes, they went 0-16. Mm-hmm. But then... They hire John Dorsey. They draft Baker Mayfield. They trade for Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they draft Denzel Ward. They make mm-hmm. these other moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they fix the coach. Hopefully, Freddie Kitchens. You know, knock on wood. <laughs> I mean, he can't be. He can't be worse than you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It really can only be as be, bad. <laughs> they can't be bad. They can't be as bad as the clown. There's a uh, sports talk radio show that I listen to almost every day. Uh, the really big show who plays the uh, uh, the Dark Knight drop. You remember the scene in the Dark Knight where yeah. all the mafia dudes are meeting? Yeah. And the Joker comes in for the first time. He's talking, whatever. Oh, the yeah. one dude goes, just... enough from the clown. <laughs> yes, I remember <laughs> anytime, that. Anytime somebody yeah. brings up Hugh he Jackson. Like, he like hits the table. Yeah. He's like, yeah. enough from the clown. Yeah, yeah, anytime somebody talks about Hugh Jackson, uh, they, they play that drop. That is so funny. <laughs> so but anyway, back to what I was saying, like, for me, uh, with the Browns, it's 
a trend of ascension. So like I was saying, you know, they went on 16. Then they hired Dorsey. Dorsey brought in all the, all this talent. They drafted Baker. They have the most, they have the most important position in all of sports handled for the next decade. Right. Uh, they have a hundred million dollars in cap space. They hopefully figured out the coach. They went from 0-16 to 7-8-1 last year. Mm. Hopefully, Baker coming into a second year, receivers, defense, all that, new coaching staff, they make another leap. Coupled with the rest of the division kind of coming back to the pack. So for me, the reason why I voted for the Browns was it's ascension versus descension. Sure, sure. That makes sense. The Indians are going down, the Browns are going up. Now, as far as the next champ, I mean, saying that the Browns are going to win the next championship is <laughs> that's pretty lofty. <laughs> but I voted that way because of the trends of the two teams right now. And I will say this: y'all gonna think I'm crazy, Uh-oh. but I'm not saying that they can go to the Super Bowl. But it wouldn't shock me to see the Browns in like the AFC Championship game next year. Okay, that's a little ambitious, but okay. I think they're going to go to the playoffs. I think they're going to win their division, so they'll have a home playoff game. True. Okay. I don't think there's a team in football that would come into Cleveland with the atmosphere that that would be for for a Browns home playoff game mm-hmm. and beat the Browns. So if the Browns are playing at home in the playoffs, I don't think they could lose. Hmm. For the first game, at least. Yeah. Well, because I I'm not coming out here saying they're going to go 14 and two and have the first seed. Like I'm still expecting New England to be really good. Yeah. So I'm thinking for the Browns to go to the Super Bowl, they probably have to go through New England at New England, and I'm I'm not ready to say that they can do that. Like, yeah, no one's done it yet. So I'm not <laughs> True. I mean, a few people. So, have, but yeah, that's what I think. Uh, so Jordan, you you voted for who? I did Browns. You did Browns. Taylor, I, said, I basically said, well, I, said, I said a shortened version of what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm still with the Indians. Still with the tribe. I mean, nope. it's hard. It's hard overhead, man. It's hard. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it is what uh, here's an interesting question that I wanted to bounce off of you guys. So Colin Kaepernick settled with the NFL. Yeah, I saw that. He he made a settlement. Whatever. Yep. Got paid undisclosed amount. Probably. I probably, probably several million at least. Huh? Right? Probably into the millions. At oh least. God, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he probably yeah. the NFL probably cut him a fifty million dollar check. Yeah. So, dude doesn't need to play anymore. Uh, I, they've said he wants to play. He wants to play in the NFL now. Uh, would you take Colin Kaepernick as a backup quarterback Absolutely. in Cleveland? He's a talented dude. I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. I don't see any reason why. I mean, he might be yeah. a little rusty, but I don't see any reason why that wouldn't. It He wouldn't be expensive, right? I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I, he would bring a level of some drama and some that, that would be my question yeah, is it worth that, is the juice worth the squeeze is it worth the cuz it's go well, whether <sighs> whether positive or negative see, see i'm not going to get into yeah, like yeah. i'm not going to get into Colin Kaepernick's right. like what he stood like well not yeah. stand for what he kneeled for right right but like what his re- what his reasonings <laughs> like were like i don't want to get into no, that no no yeah yeah i'm yeah. just saying like well here cuz here's what i could see happening there was several guys in the brown actually did anyone on the browns kneel Maybe a few players. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, players. when it first happened, yeah. Some players. I feel like a lot of the Browns players though didn't, and uh, you know, there's a fine line between knowing your fan base and knowing and just like not wanting to get the spotlight on you for because you kneeled. 
Yeah. You know, I'm not accusing Kaepernick of anything. I, I, I have, I do personally have respect for him, but, I, but you know, I understand why some players didn't kneel. Some of them were just like, look, I just don't want to get involved in this like drama. So if Cap could come on and like, he said that he wouldn't kneel anymore or whatever. I'm not saying he can't, but I'm just saying that's what he said. If he got picked up. So I think that's part of the settlement. Okay, so to, like to, but, what, to me, so, so to, un, unless unless he made a pact with the NFL so he's not going to play again, there's no way that NFL is going to pay him millions of dollars right, and continue to like, let yeah, him go ahead and do, do what that, he was yeah. doing. So there's what no I'm way. saying, but what I'm saying is, if he means that, and I, I, it pains me to say that because I hate telling anyone that hey, you can't do something like that because right. blah blah blah. But look, compromise, right? That's what the world's all about. Whether you like right. it or not, it is. Yeah. And if he could say like, hey guys, I promise, you know, I'm not going to be. Drawing the spotlight to me, I want to play football. Yeah, you know, I got, I made a statement. statement. Yeah, people wear my jerseys. Keep doing that. I love it. If you, in case you guys think I've changed my mind on that stuff, I haven't. Right. But I'm not here to be dramatic. I'm ready to play football. Here to do my job. If he could do that, and like everyone's like, let's play football, and you know, he does that. You know, then I think, yeah, but will he do that? I don't know. See, I have no idea. See, for me, the problem is, I mean. Like you're a journalism major, you know the yeah. media. Like, oh, yeah. do I ever? It's if he says like, if he were to say that, right. like, do you really think the media would just would just? No, of oh, course okay. the media would be super right, obnoxious. Yeah. Right, about so that's it. what they'd I'm be, saying. Like, they'd be, every single press conference, they'd be like, has Cap? They, there would probably be some dumbass who'd be like, has Cap said anything political recently, right. Coach? <laughs> right. Like, I mean, like literally, they'll say they. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. they would say something stupid like that. So yeah, so, yeah. I, so for me, like again, this isn't like this isn't anything about yeah, no, like political that. stances or or uh, what he was kneeling for, standing for. I personally, personally, I'm against kneeling for the for the national anthem. But you know, whatever. For me, I I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze because of the distraction. Yeah, I but get that. As I was talking, so, as, as I was saying for for like the the last topic about the ascension mm-hmm. of the Browns. Yeah. Like I just don't see a need to mm-hmm. ruffle with that for yeah, uh, for a, a guy point. for a guy who's going to be your backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like if Baker gets hurt, yeah, he goes in. But for a guy that's going to be your backup, like that was my argument. I do think there was some shady stuff going on why he wasn't picked up, but I think a lot of it was just a lot of these GMs yeah. were probably like, oh God, I don't want to deal with this, man. Right. I I don't want to have to talk about this every single press conference oh yeah on top of the why didn't you guys finish that game why did why did that interception happen why you know why was the crowd booing but like on top of all that he's gonna have to answer 10 questions about politics right i think a lot of gms and coaches and owners are just like you know what i i'm sorry i can't deal with that right now yeah what do you guys think about when and this is not even about like the reasons why they Mm -hmm. were out of the game I'm just talking about strictly player, performance, talent, whatever. What did you guys think of when Vic came back? See, that, that that's what shows the hypocrisy of a lot of this kind of yeah. stuff. Because Michael Vick, let's be clear, whether you think it was disrespectful or not, Cap didn't do anything criminal. He right. never did anything exactly. criminal. Right. Um, but Vic did a horrible thing. I mean, he was... Did do a horrible thing, but yeah. Vic also served his... Served his that's time. That's true. Yeah, he did he served, and I think maybe that's why people like Kaepernick, still living it. in a free world, could go do yeah. whatever the heck he yeah, wanted. Right. Yeah, that's like, true. And, and yeah. he had already made millions and millions of dollars. I so t- it's not. I can't even imagine how much he made from Nike. Like that was like, that. Like 
like also Michael, you know, he had to face his consequences. So right, it yeah. was his choice too. True, right. True. But it was, you know, it wasn't his choice to uh, spend two years in a federal prison. True. It was, but it wasn't. Like so you're it was because seeing, you're kind of saying maybe some people were sympathetic-ish because, like, hey, he served his time. He did what the law said he needed to do. Yeah, or something. Right. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. Hmm. But in terms of a weapon on the field coming back, I mean, he, he was, came back and he was still he was still for, pretty good, still good at least for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> man, it's it's interesting because that's where I was going to go to next. I man, I don't. Well, uh, okay, so I want to interrupt you real quick. My opinion has always been people can say all they want. I'm not going to watch the NFL. I'm not going to support my team if X player comes on. But if that player or if that team wins titles or gets them to the playoffs, everyone's going to forget about it. Yeah, it, it, well, it's like what we yeah, talked yeah. about what, last week or the week before with Kareem yeah. Hunt. Like, right, That's which, by the way, no one's talking about that anymore. Yeah, no. So, right. I, no, exactly. Nobody's going to talk about it. What did I say, two weeks? Under two weeks? Yeah, nobody's going to. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, it, gonna, it, it, it'll bring it up again in his first game. Training camp. Yeah, yeah training well, camp. Because he, his, well, he's yeah. going to get suspended. No, that's what I mean. When, he, when his first game <clears> comes back at yeah. training camp or the first yeah. time you see him wearing a uniform or some workout right. gear that shows right. the Browns, people are going to be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Right. and then it's going to go away again. Right. As long as he doesn't do anything stupid. But, but, but like, to go off. Yeah, what you said, I, I, you know, Kaepernick was. See, personally, I don't really think Colin Kaepernick was that good of a quarterback when he was playing. I mean, you guys might disagree. He's a fantastic athlete, but yeah, as far as like a pure as a quarterback, I don't think he's anywhere near where Michael Vick was. I think Michael I, Vick. I would agree with that. Michael Vick was the, the Michael Vick was the best athlete that's probably ever played in the NFL. Yeah. As far as like pure athletic, like Bo Jackson was is up there, but well, right, right. As as being able to throw the ball and run, like run. run. I mean, like it's um, like <laughs> I mean, when when he won that playoff game in Lambeau Field with the Falcons, like nobody had ever won a playoff game at Lambeau before, right? Yeah, and he went in there and dominated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, Kaepernick's been to a Super Bowl, but right, there are circumstances that went into that as far as like. The coach he had designing the offense around him and the defense that they had. He's a good player. I'm not saying like he's trash, but him not being around a professional football team Been for so long, yeah. two, yeah, like a couple years. I don't know. Because you, so you're saying because that was around what Vic was off the field for, yeah. but Vic, yep. Vic, Vic did it. I mean, but he could saying, do it, yeah. but but again, like like yeah, as far yeah. as far as talking about it for the Browns' perspective. Right. I don't think it would be good. He's coming back First as a backup all, quarterback. The Browns have already dipped their feet in enough little controversy. <laughs> I think they're good for now. I don't, I don't think they need to bring any more. That's true. I hate to say controversy because, again, Cap is not a criminal, so I hate yeah. that. No, not at all. But, but, but well, that's not, that's not even the, well, that doesn't yeah, mean it's not controversial. controversial yet, but, I understand yeah. that, but it just it, I feel bad saying that because, to yeah. me, that's more reserved for actual criminal right. athletes. But right. no, I, 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 yeah, I get yeah, it. Like, like the Browns signing Kareem Hunt, which – even for him, he was never he was never charged with a crime. But that's true, actually. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can look at the video. I mean, he kicked a woman. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether it was, <laughs> I'm never gonna say hitting a woman's provoked, but there's a little more that went yeah. to that story. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we went into it. Yeah, we already did. But this. you know, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. So, did you say yes or no, Kaepernick, on the Browns? Would you take him? I'd be fine with him coming, honestly. I also want to say, I, want to I, see that. I say, I, I'm going to say yes. 
And I'm going to say yes because I, for the same reason that I said about Kareem Hunt and all that, <sighs> it's going to go away eventually. It, in fact, Cap's thing did go away until no one would pick him up. Then that whole debate got revived. See, I, th- I don't think Cap's thing is ever going to go away. I think it's going to get to the point where people aren't talking about that as much anymore. I really don't think so. Well, for the sake of the Browns argument, hopefully nobody's talking about it because Baker's balling out and the Browns are winning. Well, right, of course. That's that's another good point. But but I, I like I don't like think. if he, like if like if some if, if another team were to sign and pick him up, great, fine. I just for the sake of the way that the Browns, yeah, like the energy around the Browns is going right now, and just the distraction it would cause. I just I wouldn't want to ruffle anything that the Browns have going on right now. I get that. So I just don't think that people would care after about a month. I don't think so. Man, I don't know if I don't know if the media would allow for people not to care. <laughs> they drop everything. Everything gets dropped. Man, when was the last time there was something like this? I mean, well, I, with when was the last time there was something like that? Muhammad Ali. Yeah, but even that played its course eventually. I mean, the right. biggest distraction of all will be a winning team. Yeah, <laughs> like no, a lot of see, stuff will that, get. That's true. like, I mean, yeah, true. I mean, I hate to bring this up again because like, I don't want to sound like an annoying fanboy or, yeah. or, or obnoxious 15 year old, but I mean, Kobe Bryant had very serious rape allegations against him. Oh, yeah. And as soon as he was reinstated in the NBA, nobody brings it up anymore. You'll see, like, Tiger some, too. you'll see some people bring that up. Every so often, right, on Twitter or Facebook yeah. or a news art, uh, op-ed. But nobody talks about that. It's almost like taboo as a journalist to bring up that right? when you talk about Kobe because he's NBA royalty. Yeah. I mean, if he can get away with that, and I don't know if he actually raped her, but we know but, there's yeah. some very... I just I just think this Kaepernick thing's different because, because most people are on his side. So wouldn't that be positive for the team, though? But there, but it's. I fully under, most I fully, most, I most fully people most point. most people are not on his side, but are like, okay, like you know, he's standing up for what he believes in. That's yeah. that's fine. That's great. But the teams and the NFL, like they obviously have not wanted him in the league. Like whether they're, I mean, you're never going to hear it because it was a settle. It's a close settlement. Right. You're never going to hear like right. But. I, it's obvious. We're not stupid. No, right? no, I agree. No NFL team wanted to pick him up. Right. So, I just think it, it just goes back to that distraction that's unneeded for the Browns. Yeah, that's I my opinion. That. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. It's. I think it's. I want to see. I want to see him get picked up though by somebody. Yeah. All right. So real quick, uh, let's switch gears here to the Cavs. Let's let's go real quick here. Uh, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't heard, Tristan Thompson uh, and Khloe Kardashian broke up this week. Yeah, this week. She lasted longer with him, right? Why? With Lamar longer. Oh, she was with Lamar. She was actually married to Lamar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Um, She just has a kid with Tristan. That's right. That's the word. (laughs) So Tristan was caught cheating on Khloe with Khloe's sister Kylie's best friend. Wow. <laughs> like so stupid. He's such an idiot. He's he's a goof on the court and he's a goof off the court. I mean, <laughs> I just I don't get it. Oh. Mike you said or somebody said why even be in a relationship yep, if no, you want yeah. half the NBA stars the aren't in relationships cuz yeah. they want to have their freedom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
you want to bring up Trevor Bauer's relationship rules <laughs> right now? <laughs> it kind of sort of applies. Like, like it does, yeah. If Tristan just would have uh, just laid out these rules. <laughs> so yeah, If Tristan would have taken advice from Trevor Bauer. Hey. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Trevor Bauer, uh, there was an article about Trevor Bauer in SI.com this week. He gave out three relationship rules uh, while he's a Major League Baseball player. Now, he did say that eventually when he's retired and everything, he wants to settle down, have a family, like mm-hmm. like, a, like a normal like relationship, whatever. But <laughs> while he's playing, he has three rules that he states up front uh, to the lady, folk mm-hmm. the lady folk about what to expect. <laughs> and I don't know if they were in this order, but rule number one is uh, – it was don't no, 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 no feelings. feelings. Yeah. No feelings. He said he said as soon as he uh gets a whiff of catching feelings, it's over. It's done. Which is like ridiculous. But like like then it's not a relationship. Why is it a relationship rule? Like if you're in a relationship, you got feelings for the other person. Right, 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 right. Uh number two was uh don't talk about me on social media. So he wants I he wants he wants Nobody to know who he's messing around with. See, of that, of all his rules, I actually really like that. As a professional athlete who's in the spotlight twenty four seven, why do you want? Yeah, why do you want? Yeah, exactly. That I get. And then number three is he gets he gets to uh, basically he gets to sleep with whoever he wants. Yep. Like he's he's on the road for six months out of the year, so Mm -hmm. like, like I I get it. They're ridiculous. I also like. I'm not saying that I would ever be this way if I was a professional athlete, but <laughs> at least he's being honest. I'll give him that. Yeah, don't call it a relationship, though. Right? Yeah, no, right. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. I think it's also kind of just annoying. They're just, you know. He's just showing, oh, his lady, the other comment, he was like, I'm good at two things. Right. Throwing balls and being an asshole. And you're just like, <laughs> okay, you're just trying right now. They're, you're right. Just, you're just, just being edgy. They're just bump buddies. Right. Yeah, it sounds, no, it really does sound like rules to be my right. yeah. my booty call. Like yeah, FWB, bro, friends with benefits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's whatever. Let's put it this way: there's a lot of pro athletes that probably are just like that. They just don't oh, say it. Oh God, seventy five percent of professional no, no, athletes no, are like that. They're I mean, just, they're just not upfront about I it. I mean, they might actually have rules like this too. Yeah, most, yeah. most most pro athletes just sleep with whoever. They don't even. They're not even in relationships. Or they get in relationships and. That and doesn't really well, mean anything. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the agreement that a lot of celebs have that they can sleep with other people. Right. Like, there's so many celebrity couples that do that. Like, right. It's just, it's just a whole different lifestyle. For yeah. Them. Um. But yeah, so maybe Tristan should have uh, laid out those laid out Trevor Bauer's rules. <laughs> oh my god. Because obviously those are the rules he had in his mind. He just never verbalized just them. Never said to that. Chloe. <laughs> Uh, but oh, yeah, this boy. is this is actually this is actually the second time Tristan's done this, uh, or the third time, right? Didn't he cheat with her twice before, or one time before? One time before, but like he has a he has a he has a son with another. He woman. cheated with his the woman he had a son with. Yeah, with yeah, that's what it was with Chloe. Yeah, with Chloe, yeah. and then yeah. he cheated on Chloe. Now, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, what a clown! Yeah, I think he has one rule. If it looks good, I'm in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, his yeah. that's his rule. Yeah, pretty much. I don't even know if they all look good sometimes. Yeah, I don't know about some of those Kardashians. But anyway, so we talked about Zion earlier. And uh, the Cavs right now are sitting with the third worst record, I believe, in the NBA. Got to work on that. So the top three uh, worst records in the NBA get get the same amount of percentage to get the number one pick. 
But the Cavs have the third, second or third worst record with uh, Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love being out for the majority of it. So you so they're both like Love's back, Tristan's about to come back. So you think like the team's gonna get a little bit better with those guys back. So realistically, if they play and they win a few more games, we're not gonna be in the top three worst records. So what are the Cavs gonna do? Because that could ruin their draft stock, that could ruin them getting Zion, that could you know. So what you know, it's kind of a rock and a hard place. I mean, what do you do? You sit those guys. Kevin Love's already said he wants to play every game the rest of the year. And Kevin Love's a five-time All-Star. Like, right. he's no scrub. Yeah, so, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I Do you think that Kevin Love is probably going to stay with the Cavs? Or do you think they... I think they're going to try and trade him in the offseason. Yeah, I think that would be the smartest thing to do. Well, what I'm saying is, like... If Kevin Love plays, like you're adding an all star no, team, I, 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 you're I adding an all star to your yeah. team. Like, is it going to mess up their chance to uh, get their best possible position in the lottery? Because right. that, I mean, that's how you turn around a team like a small market team in the NBA. The Cavs are not going to get free agents, right? Aside from LeBron coming back with two years left in his career. Like, they're not going to get any free agents. So, if, if the Cavs are going to get good again, it's going to come through the draft. Right. And you have to maximize your ability to get the best player in the draft. So, as much as that sucks, that means the Cavs are losing every single game possible the rest of the year. <laughs> um, but I don't know if that's going to happen because Tristan and Kevin Love are coming back. And, you know, my boy Chetty Osman has been balling. Chetty season. <laughs> Yeah, no, we'll see. No, we'll see. I'm not a fan of Chetty. I, I don't. I don't understand the fascination. But, wow, you know. well, I'm not a fan of James Harden. Oh, I know that. He's <laughs> a punk. Well aware of that. That's all right. He'll flame out in the second round. That's <laughs> interesting because he's made the Western Conference Finals twice in the last four years. But Ooh, oh, we got wow. beef. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna cook it? Or yeah, not? we had to play the Warriors <laughs> both times. So I mean, you oh. tell me. <laughs> yeah, because. You know the Cavs play the Warriors four straight. Yeah, they lost three times. Uh, oh, oh, times. but but in fact they haven't. They won't only won one game in the or two games in the last eight they've played with them. So, but but so in the last five years, who's the only team that's ever beaten the, no, the I, Warriors I, in the playoffs? Who's the only team that's had LeBron? I mean, I mean obviously, <laughs> I'm not saying that they didn't win. I'm glad they won that one time. <laughs> Let's be honest here. I'm really happy they won that. Uh, that was yeah, a good time. Anyway, that right. was a good time. I'm not even a Cavs fan, but that's yeah. a good time. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's go through a review real quick uh, before we wrap up the episode. We went to Cornerstone Brewing Company on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday, yep. uh, Jordan, you. Well, Taylor was the first time he was there too, but Jordan, you ate there. Uh, so I well, Teresa ate there. I didn't eat, but I ate some of her food. Yeah. You so you ate there? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't order okay, my own good. meal, but yeah. So go through. Uh, I've been there a bunch of times, mm-hmm. so I want to hear from you and you, Taylor, kind of uh, what your thoughts were of the place, your experience there, and yeah, I mean, I. It's set up kind of like an English pub, so it's more of that long bar style with the big wooden old school. By old school, I mean like 1800s look bar. Um, not a lot of TVs or anything, so this isn't really like a place to go watch a game. 
Um, and it's it's got a lot of wood, so it's like got that real cozy, you know, dark, dimly lit kind of cozy vibe to it. Um, very busy, uh, kind of yeah. shockingly busy. I didn't realize it was going to be that busy. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it. Most importantly to me, though, was the beer. Every beer I had was delicious. Um, they've been brewing since I think the early 2000s. They're actually one of the original breweries in Cleveland, like craft breweries in mm. Cleveland. Um, so that's cool. Really cool, actually. I don't think a lot of people realize that. So I w- that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to go there to kind of experience one of the OG breweries since the craft beer revolution. Um, I loved what I got. I, I had a, cu- a had a couple wits, I believe. Uh, one had like raspberries in it, which yeah. was very good. Um, I had their IPA as well, and I tried the Pilsner because Bailey didn't finish hers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, they were all great beers. The food was good. Um, very, very typical pub food, but good yeah. pub food. You could tell it was made from scratch. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I got a lot of the same vibes. I got the the local vibe. You know, this was That's like definitely a yeah a local spot. You got to see some of the you know the characters that are in that town. Uh, definitely more of a mature vibe for sure. Um, to Jordan's point, there's no like. You're there for the bar. You're there for the for the environment. You're not there to watch a game or something. Like it wasn't right. really like that. Uh, the staff was super friendly. Treated you like you know, you were local. You know, like the hey honey, what can I get you? Type, right. Type vibe, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is great. And um, no, and the beer was good. I only was able to pound two because I came a little bit later, but there was a nice, rich, malty beer. I forgot what it was called. Oh, yeah. Had some had some punch, but it was a smooth delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, just a great overall experience. And they had the one wheat beer, right? It was like a blueberry. They called it the Eerie Blue. Eerie yeah. Blue, And it had yeah. raspberries and blackberries, I yeah. think, mashed in it. Or like, yep. they, you know, while they were brewing it. It and had you know, a real good And berry. for something that was, yeah. like, based on some fruit, you know, like, and, you know, I mean, fruits, I, fruit beers aren't, like, a bad thing or anything. Right, right. They're not essentially my taste, but this right. didn't seem like it was, like. It was like a beer that was, had a hint of fruit. Exactly. Right. It, wasn't yeah. the, it wasn't the definition of the beer. It was kind of an yeah. accent, which right. actually very, I, in my opinion, represented itself well on the whole taste Al- profile so. almost in the you know if you've had bumbleberry from fatheads right this was like an even yeah. more mild version of that right. and in some ways i have to be honest i kind of liked it better because yeah. bumbleberry is very it's a little punch like you get yeah. like whoa that's fruity yeah yeah but this one was a little more mild and it was good i, yeah. I really enjoyed it it was it's, very much a beer though right you know? it's there it doesn't take over your palate right. though it's right. still right. very right. much so it was refreshing too i would say yeah, yeah. So Dan, like you've been there before, so yeah. So like, like echoing what you guys said, it's definitely more of a. Uh, I would say it's more of like a date place. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way of going. Uh, yeah, like dinner good. date place. Like it's it's more of like a classier bar. It's not like right. a, not like a hey, let's we're looking like, we're looking for a nut, like we're looking a bar hop. Let's go to yeah. a place, whatever. That's a good point. Right. Um, I said it, it's a good like weekend lunch spot. Um, also good because of the food. That, yeah. If you're able to sit at the bar, it's not a bad spot to watch a game. That's but, true. That's, when yeah. I shouldn't have overdone that. I just mean it's not. Like I mean, there's only TV. there's only two TVs. So if right. you're, yeah, if you're like, sitting yes. at the bar, it's it's totally fine. Right. 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 If you're sitting at a table, like I've been there, 
like after church on a Sunday with a group of people trying to watch a Browns game, and I'm it's like, tough. Yeah, you're I'm leaning over <laughs> trying to catch like the TV, or whatever. Right. So it's not great, but if you're sitting at the bar, it's not you know not terrible. But uh, right. it's definitely a, uh, it's almost like a professor's bar because it's a co- it's it's a college town, but it's not like a it's not a bar like where mm-hmm. a bunch of like twenty one year old kids are gonna go like get right. Bud yeah. Lights and crap like that. Like right. it's it's almost a place where you can go and like do homework. Like, yeah, yeah. Would, like oh, during the week, right? Right. Yeah, it's I was not busy. Not, not during the the week. And you rather go go get a beer and work on your work on your schoolwork rather than go to like a coffee shop, right. like a, rather than go to Starbucks or something like that. Um, so it's cool that way. I like it. I like their food. I love their open kitchen concept that they have going on. You can see like what's that. going on. Yeah. Um. Their food's really good. Like you guys are talking about their beer. Their beer's really good. Uh, they make their own beer. Uh, obviously, it's a brewing company. Right. Uh, I had the Wit beer, which is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that one too. Uh, yeah, d- yeah. Uh, Doc. Uh, Dockside or something. Yeah, Dockside. Yeah, yeah. Dockside Wit. Almost had the pilsner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, no, that's what I ordered. Yeah, no, and then you got the because I got again. <laughs> I, yeah, I got that. I got the Wit first, and then I ordered the pilsner. And she brought me another Wit, but. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. So I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still right. good beer. I drank. I, first, I looked at it. And, you know, uh, wit or wheat beer right, is like yeah. it's cloudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit lighter in color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pilsner is like a clear, like very clear, it's like a Bud Light. bubbly. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I, I think it's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, like you guys said, great staff there, friendly yeah. staff. They're uh, really attentive yeah. and real yeah. sharp and yeah. all that. They have a little patio area for when the uh, in, in the front. Yeah, so I was gonna say the next time I go there, I kind of want to go there in the summer. Oh yeah, right. Which it, it's cool area. too because it's in the Berea Square, so right, it's like it's right. a cool area to like sit out yeah. because people are just walking by. And, yeah, you know, so. it's like a walkable yeah. area, you know. Yeah, yeah. totally. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh, shout sure. out Cornerstone. Hit them up. Uh, go Support see the local Berea cruise. Front Street in Berea. Get your passport stamped, yo. Yeah. yeah. Are, they, are they on there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, let me double check. I have mine right here. I think, oh. yeah, you said they were. Right? It was like one of the last stops. Because right? I remember that's how I first I heard mean, about I got, it. The, the, it makes sense. They are a brewery. Yeah. Let's see. Cornerstone. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, probably was. Check them out. Bria, right by BW's campus. Uh, what's the burrito place over there that we went oh, to? Oh, Boca Loca. Yeah, Boca Loca. That's a good place. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't think they're on the. I don't think. They're oh, on Jordan, you're a liar. I'm a liar. You're a liar and a sinner. Wow. You know what? They might be on there now. I'm sure they've updated these. There's been a couple yeah. breweries that popped yeah. up. Yeah. I thought so. you. Yeah. Because I thought. Yeah, but Cornerstone's been a while. Been around for a while. Yeah. That's kind of weird that they're not on here. Sorry. Good job, Jordan. Everyone. Jordan's a liar. So <laughs> don't don't check your uh, passport booklet yeah. for those out there. Uh and don't and but but still go there even if you're <laughs> even if you can't get your pass passport stamped still go there yeah it's a cool place cool vibes they played some good music while we were there yeah so definitely check that out so uh Jordan yes sir what's going on Saturday even though you're not going to be there I'm not going to be I'm not going to be here at my favorite festival of the year <laughs> but uh <laughs> bright winter fest is going on this weekend um when I say it's, when I say it's my favorite festival, I, I mean it's my favorite festival. It is a very unique festival, even though it's in pretty much the dead of winter. It's outdoors. I mean, they have some heated tents and tents, but yeah. it's outdoors. And then there's bars that are within the 
the vicinity. It's actually supposed to be pretty warm on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. So but, uh, I, I do think I do think it might rain. See, it rained last year, and that was yeah. kind of a damper, right. big time damper. Right. I went the first time I went. It was like literally five degrees. It was unbearably yeah. cold. It was still I, packed. I but, think. Yeah, I think I went that year yeah, too. We didn't know yeah. each other then. But, no, no. Uh, but I got the flu. I had yeah. a sore throat, and by the end I've gotten of the sick e- every year I've gone yeah. there. By Jeez. the end of the evening, I was feverish. So. No, I, I've either gotten sick uh, at, right after going, or, or I was sick, sick, or I was sick that weekend. Like yeah. last year, I didn't go because I had the flu. Yeah, um, and then the year after that, it was like fifty-five degrees and amazing. Yeah, we walked. Well, that was one year where we yeah. went. It was amazing. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a uh, you know to put it short, it's a music festival. So there's going to be like, oh boy, I think there's like over 30 bands or 40. There's like a lot of bands. The headliners this year are Small Pools. Um, they're a pretty somewhat well-known indie rock band. Um, they've sure. been in a lot of movies and TV shows, like their music. Um, so that's kind of cool. They're, they're a bigger band than usual, I would say, That's that's a rock, that's been here. Um, most of the other ones are local or like regional acts, but it's very good music for the most part. Uh, of course they have food of course they have beer uh they have beer tents uh food trucks other entertainment uh they have fire pits everywhere they have coffee they have hot cocoa if you're not into drinking or you want to warm up um there's also vip options for 45 bucks you get heated tent access private restroom trailer which i'm not gonna lie the restroom situation there is kind of sucky. Uh, <laughs> it's just cold porta potties. It's an outdoor <laughs> festival. What do you expect? Well, but they're cold. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, it's February. I know. I know. You get unlimited snacks, hot chocolate, and unlimited coffee. You get a private bar, Wait, so you don't have. You get to skip the lines. Let's let's roll this back. What do you mean by cold? What do you mean cold? You actually sit down in the porta potty. No, I don't sit down. <laughs> I would never take a dump in a porta potty. Uh, so I'm why just are saying. They cold? Hey, you. Oh, do I really need to get in? You take, you undo your you. Oh, I get it. Yeah, you're exposed. Yeah, you're but exposed. if you were to, if you were to, if you were to, <laughs> if you were to do that outside the porta potty, it'd be the same. No, because they have a heated trailer where you can pee in. Oh, VIP though. VIP. Oh yeah, VIP. I got to yeah, be very. You got to pay for that. Uh, and then finally, the final option in the VIP is you get a a VIP bar, so you don't have to wait in line as much. Uh, and they say enhanced viewing for shows. I don't know what that means. I assume there's a little just spot get to the, like the front mosh pit, bro. Yeah, it's probably above the mosh pit. But. Can you imagine <laughs> what an, indie, like, an indie mosh pit? Like, oh, I'm sure someone's. It's probably it. hugging, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, bro. yeah man, dude. Yeah, come on, bro. Listen to some records, bro. <laughs> dude, All you're right. okay with me, man. All right, Michael Scott. <laughs> hey, man, you want to go listen to some records or something? <laughs> Yeah, I'll be there. I'll fucking be there for sure. Taylor's going. Nice. Yeah, Good for Taylor. Come through. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, I won't. Jordan's a scrub. <laughs> All right. So that's going to pretty much do it for us this week. Thanks for uh, checking in with us once again. Follow us on at the LOTL podcast on social media and uh, interact with us. Um, and. Uh, yeah, we will uh, catch you guys next time. So hopefully uh, Jimmy will get off his butt and come be part of the podcast again next week. We'll see what happens. That'd be cool. Yep. Yeah.
he's been gone at school last couple weeks, so hopefully we'll have him back next week. Uh, we've got hopefully a pretty cool guest coming up next month, some point. Uh, looking more towards Dingus Day, so oh yeah, I forgot about that. We'll uh, we'll announce that as we get closer and we confirm the date. Uh, Taylor, thanks for joining us. Yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for filling in for James. It was a good time. And uh, we will catch you guys next time. So for Jordan, for Taylor, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, and we will catch you guys next week. See you later. Bye. Easy.